Hold on, hold on. I got you, bro. Yeah. I ain't forgetting nothing. That nigga, yeah, that's true. You already know where I'm going with it. Bro. Yet another week back at it. How y'all boys feeling? Just glad to be alive, man. The summer is going fast. I'm like, geez, man. Like, yeah. It's like we flying through these months, man. No matter how hard I try to prep, I'm never ready. Never. Never. Sneaks up on us every time. Yeah, man. Can't get enough sleep. <sighs> Don't get me started off. <laughs> yeah. What did y'all get into this past week, though? Last week. It's a shame when you can't remember what you did <laughs> right. last week. <laughs> For real. It'd be like, a blur, bro. It do be a blur. Um, Sheesh. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I mean, other than us going to the, the comic spot, I mean, that wasn't last last week, but that's last that? thing I remember. It was last Saturday. It was last Saturday? Yeah. We got done recording and we went to the to the spot. Oh, yeah. That place was oh, pretty chill, Oh, yeah. That was we last week. went to some, like, comic book slash... I wouldn't call it a comic book store. That would be wrong. The but Vault. So, like a like a gamer nerdy looking store gamer collections and Bruh, I'm gonna say toys. This. We went to yeah. ner- nerdy heaven. That's what it was. It was it, definitely nerds paradise. If, if you are a fan of anything, when I say anything, like if you're a fan of horror movies, if you're a fan of anime, if you're a fan of comic books, if you're a fan of uh, DC, Marvel, television shows, Disney. At, like Disney, anything that you could be a fan of. Um, it was there, bro. Yeah. Like they had collectibles, they had comic books, they had hardcover, soft cover, they had um costumes, they had masks, all types of stuff. Like I was impressed. Cool. That I've never seen a collection like that at any place ever in my life. And then yeah. they have a bar in the back. Like, yeah, the bar in the, the cut the was hidden bar. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Pretty yeah, dope. that that was crazy. That was and then and then we hit the burger spot next door. Oh, was it Thunderburger or something Thunder like that? Thunderburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, yeah, we went to as it's thundering it and lightning outside. It slapped. It slapped. Yeah, that burger was good. Yeah. That's about it. I, I don't really the the name remember. of the place, I just, Vault. I had to pull it up. Vault 5421. So if y'all mm-hmm. are interested, if you live in the Orlando area or visiting the Orlando area, and this is not an ad, it's just, we just ended up going there after the pod last week. But um, yeah, man, Vault 5421, that place, that place was amazing. Yeah. So big shouts out to them. It was their eight eight year anniversary, and they were having like a big celebration and stuff like that. It's funny because even if I didn't know about the bar in the back, I'd be satisfied with just the store because mm-hmm. the store has everything that you could think of. If you want it, it's in there. That's a fact. And then you get all the way to the back and you bust that right around the corner, and it's a bar. And the drinks are not expensive. They had like. Some of the drinks are like two for eight bucks and stuff like that. Like I'm talking about very affordable prices and just an amazing aesthetic. If you're somebody who's a fan of like uh, Stranger Things yeah. or um, just any of that type of stuff, any any super sci-fi stuff, it's definitely the right thing for you. Facts. And then the seats on top of that, they had the, uh, the seating had Pac-Man on the game um, on the on the table. Oh yeah, like that was that was fire. Seeing them play Pac Man on your actual table, your dining table. They had a video game set up. I can't remember if it was Mario or something. It was something on the Super they had, Nintendo. They had Mario on the Super Nintendo, and then they had um, they had Kirby. Kirby, they had that's the old what school it was. Kirby game, and that was crazy too. Then they had a movie. They had the movies going in there. That was it. Was fire. The whole situation was a was a dope one. <clears throat> nah, legit, legit. Um, after that, though, my week was pretty much just work and home hunting. You know, I'm looking for a new place to stay. So 
I'm going through that rigmarole of, oh, let me visit these places and do these tours and have these people lie to my face about how, yeah, you know, we're, we're there all the time if you need it. If you call us, we'll come and fix things. And, you know, that whole spiel yeah. that they give you. Yeah. I feel like dealing with trying to get a new rental is it, it, it made me, and this is where my brain is weird. So y'all follow me with this. It made me realize dating isn't as bad as we think. It's just that people suck in every realm of everything that you could deal with. Like the same way that when you meet somebody new, they pretend that they're going to be this like amazing person that you just bumped into. But in reality, they're a slumlord. Mm -hmm. It's the same as like looking for a new apartment. And, you know, they're not they're not telling you straight up that, hey, by the way, if you break your toilet, we ain't coming for like four weeks. They're not going to tell you that up front. Right. You got to sign the lease first and then find out the hard way. So, yeah. Surprises, surprises. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah, and especially um, in that Central Florida area, looking for an apartment, looking for a place where you're not going to break the bank is a a wild task because rent out here is absolutely insane. It is. That that, uh, that market spiked crazy over the last four or five years. Yeah, that the the pandemic jump was the worst jump by far. Like I was living in apartments where there's people that live in my old apartments now. And there's not a single upgrade. I'm talking about they ain't even painted. They ain't do nothing. And I guarantee you they're paying at least seven to eight hundred dollars more than whatever I paid when I lived there. That's wild. I'm telling you, bro, if you just decided to be homeless for one year, you could buy a business. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought about I it. Like I was that. like, I can't imagine what life would be like if I didn't have to pay rent for like a year. <sighs> Man. Oh my you god. Tell me nothing. Oh my god. Mm. It'd be dangerous. Yeah. Like dangerous. The amount that I could get done by saving my rent money for like a year, two years, tops. That'd be insane. But, you know, shout out to everybody out there who's in that grind right now. This is that time of year. Because every, every tour that I went on, every place, because um, I was looking not just at apartments or condos or whatever. I was looking at houses, too. Every place that I went to was a ton of people. Oh, yeah. It was a ton of people trying to do the same thing that I was doing. And it's just that time of year right now where everybody's looking, trying to figure out what their next move is. So for those that are and are not like renewing their lease at what they stay, where they stay or haven't bought their spot or whatever it is that, you know, the other situations. Hey, man, we all in this grind together. Facts, facts. But that was my week. I don't know. Yeah, the week was definitely the week was definitely cool, man. I had an interesting week. Last night I had a deep meditation. That was pretty dope. A little spiritual awakening thing. I sat with. A medicine called Rappé. Deep meditation. That was actually really cool. It, um, Rappé? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's a medicine. I'm not going to get into no breakdown, but pretty much this one open up your, your penile gland. You know what I mean? And it's Pause. A, it's okay. Yeah, y'all mind going to jump to that. That's fine. But y'all know, what, y'all, y'all, know what the, y'all know what the penile gland is. And if y'all don't, open your third eye. I'm just, you might learn. Every time I go to McDonald's, the Rappé machine don't work. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but, for real. But yeah, that was that was cool. Other than that, I'm just prepping for the birthday next week. I've been just sitting back, getting ready for that. So what happens when you do the rap hate thing? What, what what what's supposed to happen? Um, it grounds you. Um, it really it's supposed to just really ground you spiritually. Um, do a reset. It's definitely for people who you might you might be just needing to deal with some emotions or some energies that you got to release out your body. You know what I'm saying? You might need a awakening you might need to let go of some things well niggas um, will do anything um, to not talk 
it's it's a form of therapy. That's fine. I, I'm cool with the jokes because I you know I always seek therapy some kind of way. No, I'm you know, you know I'm what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I ain't tripping. I ain't tripping. I know the jokes come with it, but it really if you're into that form of like uh, spirituality and that form of seeking therapy, it is dope. If you're not afraid of it, because I'll be honest, it was nerve wracking for sure to even get to a place where I was comfortable doing it, and even more, you know, getting comfortable talking about it. Well, what do you mean? What makes it nerve-wracking? Uh, because you have to trust the medicine. You have to trust the medicine's going to do what you need it to do. It's something that's, like, prayed over. You have to trust that the person that's serving you the medicine is somebody you could trust. Okay, this sounds a lot different than what I thought it was. I thought this was, like, some tea you drink and some shit. No. Like, okay, so how you take it, bro? I don't mind. It, pretty much there's a... I don't know how to describe the pause now. It's a wooden piece. And pretty much the the rapé is a essentially like a dust, you know. Okay. It's a, it's a it's a dust essentially, but anyway, it's a it's a medicine, f- and they it's blown up your nose. Somebody serves it to you, or you can serve yourself. You ever seen like the the pipes people blow tobacco out of those like wooden pipes that is similar to that? Gotcha. That's the easy way I could describe it. But again, and it's not like it's gonna be something that messes you up essentially like you're gonna have a physical reaction because it's something going up your nose yeah i'll probably sneeze like you sneeze whatever yeah. whatever but then <clears throat> once you sit down after going through the feels of it actually hitting you that's when it starts to tap in with your third eye your spirituality it may not necessarily open your third eye it's not a guarantee but it's a, you know it's a guarantee that it's gonna do something for you it's about how you you know uh how you Interpret what happened to you But how do you Okay how would you know If the person Who's doing this Is is not just giving you drugs You gotta know the person I definitely wouldn't just do it I wouldn't recommend it Doing with no random You better do it With somebody who know they stuff Somebody who You know Did it themselves Versus they just telling you It's something good for you You should definitely Do your own homework about it Before it's just Letting somebody say Hey you wanna You know do some soul searching because what i picture when you say somebody like blow dust in your face y'all know them old school like uh the i don't know if y'all ever watched like the og black panther cartoon that was like with spider-man and all of that yeah. where the people come out the, the woods and just blow dust in your face and then you wake up <laughs> like that's what i picture I know, like, I, honestly that's exactly what it y'all looks like. funny that's what that's some but scary that's what, shit that's, what it that's like. some scary shit to me it, i mean that's what it looks it's, like though it's not exactly that but i got you I got where yeah where your mind went to that. I mean, it is. It's, it's just with a pipe. It's, it's it's interesting though for somebody like me who who seeks other ways of, of therapy. I think that was actually dope. And what? I'm not saying it's not an ad. People shouldn't just go and try it. But if you're interested in other ways of getting into knowing yourself or letting things go or just need some therapy in another way versus talking to somebody, that might be the way. What kind of different awakenings you get? I'm still learning as we speak to be real with you. I'm oh, still, so you got to do I'm it more still, than once. You know, yeah, it's not something that just unlocks you right away. You know what I mean? And it's something that it's not my first time doing the, the rap. Hey, it was my first time doing the particular versions of the one that I had. What was your question to me again? What are some of the different awakenings that you receive? Like, oh, OK, I got you. So pretty much if there's things from your past that you still hold on to, that you still harbor. Like, for me, that's what I experienced, and I got to let it go. I even, you know, came to, like, laugh, laughing, like, like not hysterically, but laughing in the sense of, like, cause of letting things go because of what I was what I was experiencing. 
sometimes you just sometimes life some uh, coming from the brain of an anxious person mm-hmm. you always thinking of possibly the worst outcome or overthinking and making yourself uncomfortable unnecessarily and then and sometimes you need a different way to get a message that everything's okay or everything is working itself out now what does this do that a conversation wouldn't do because in my head like all because here's what i put together from yes. everything that you said yes. you're like you're tapping into things from your past yes you're going through like old memories you're figuring out you know okay these are things i may need to let go of or these are things i need to get past and all of that and and you're coming to grips with that yeah couldn't you just have a conversation and and, and those same realizations yeah. when wouldn't you be able to reach that just through i've done talking ther- yeah i've done therapy sometimes this is deeper rooted than that you know you know what i mean and as a believer in god who doesn't go to church you feel me this is another way of seeking messages from from my maker speaking for myself um this is another way of i ain't gonna lie if somebody if if i got somebody blowing dust in my face i'm pretty sure i'm gonna see god that's that's why I almost didn't want to bring it up, but I'm not on no nah, sensitive nah, it's, stuff. It's just so, cool. It, you know what I'm saying? I'm cool. I'm cool with the jokes, but it is something that I I actually take very serious because of where it where it puts you, like what state of mind it put me in, the state of realization it put me in, and even the feelings it did. Like like you said, you could easily have a conversation about your traumas. I've talked to therapists a bunch of times. I I get on here and talk about it and recommend therapy to listeners and people that deal with things, trauma and PTSD from the past. But a conversation doesn't always get you over it. Uh, Childhood trauma is a real thing that stay with you. PTSD is a thing that stays with you. And sometimes a a conversation, you could talk to you blue in the face. How deep deep does it go? Like, like Like when you describe it, you know, it sounds to me like it'll take me to like a different, realm or like a different like a spiritual door that'll like put me in the place of pain or put me in the place of a of a situation that's traumatizing and help me see it or face it in a different way not exactly but i feel you like from getting from what i said but not exactly letting letting that stuff go like you know i'm not i didn't and everybody's experience is going to be different let me very much very much make that clear everybody experience is not going to be the same speaking for myself what it was for me was again letting things go that i need to let go on to because we we did, hold on we hold on to did trauma. it make you like cry like like, like i actually did like I super mind. cry like, like i didn't hysterically cry okay. but also because again from the from the hit of your nose you have a physical reaction mm-hmm. i have allergies whatever so i'm already just tear up naturally because the stuff is strong but on top of that like yeah i had a i had an outpour of crying but that's when i referenced when i was laughing i'm smiling as tears is coming down my face but did no, it no well, my question like so when you did it did it like take you to that place to make you cry like what made you cry that i don't have the answers to this literally just happened yesterday so okay. it's fine so it's fine i appreciate that asking you know that's what i'm real. saying as as my brothers i appreciate y'all asking but now, um, one yeah. last question how do you know that you're actually resolving it or or pushing past it versus numbing yourself because a lot of people right and this isn't like not not even just drugs right not even just drugs i'm glad but in general because people would numb themselves with anything it'll be it could be your job it could be working out it could be sex it could be whatever they use as a thing for you to be able to like it could be like an anchor like a spiritual uh, uh i remember my my old therapist used to call it a spiritual blankie like people have that thing that they hold on to that helps them push past those things. Mm-hmm. But what she would say was, well, that tether 
just because you're able to take those steps with that tether can you say that you're healed if hypothetically if that tether is gone you're back where you started you have to do the work yourself that's that's true because you no you don't have all the answers in taking this like all the answers aren't from taking the medicine there's other work to be to be done there's other work i got to do to keep it a being like i said i didn't just have this big old awakening it i done sat with this a couple of times and as far as the resolution of your issue, it may it's it's not going to be the end all be all, but it can help you with that. It can when you don't have somebody to talk to that you can confide in, or you don't feel like you can confide into anybody about things like this, or even when you do, you still feel misunderstood. There's sometimes there's not an answer to everything. That's like, there's real. literally not an answer to everything. So sometimes people go and seek answers other ways, and this is another way for that. So it's not. And no, you ask, you use the drug reference. So as somebody who had my had my habits back in the day, you know, I don't mind sharing. I, I went through a pill phase back in the day. It's definitely not just to numb yourself. This is definitely to. What I mean by like taking to a different place is just making you think in about things a lot deeper or just strongly, so that you feel it instead of being numb kind of like a reverse thing like you really feel it and then yes. now because you you felt it in a deeper way now you're able to cope with it more you know what i mean whether it's death of someone or just like i said just regular trauma now you you, you take this dust you go into a place you know maybe in your mind or spiritually and now you go through it or you feel it in a much deeper way you think about it in a deeper way and now that you've dealt with it you faced it now you feel better Yes, in the sense of everything you just said without me having to repeat it, but no in the sense of because that's still not the end-all, be-all because you still have to do the work after doing it. Like I said, sitting down with this stuff once or twice is not going to resolve your, your past traumas. You have to believe what whatever messages you receive with your own self-realization. That's why with spiritual work, I try to be careful with what I'm saying because okay. everything is, is different for people, just like how you would reference church so you got to go back to it you got to go back to it like it's nothing you can just do it one time and just be fixed it's like correct you get it's like you get you know a word from the bible you know you apply it to your life and then you know you still have to go back and receive more and receive more to get to that point yes you have to do whatever just like you go to go to church and listen to the word and and receive your messages for today sometimes you're gonna cry laugh go through emotions and stuff like that same same sense and then how you how they tell you you got to still go home and live this life outside of this church okay and same same scenario you got to put in the same so why choose you know, why choose that method over just reading literature or reading the bible or just get on your knees and pray because i do it all to for me i i literally i pray more than i read the bible i go through scriptures every now and then but I pray often, mm-hmm. and it's just an alternative. It's an alternative to that because it's still not a. There's no alternative to to God, not to make this a religious thing. So for me, it's not a alternative. But no, for to, you, there's no alternative. Correct. Yeah, there's right. no alternative to God, but there may be an alternative to how I seek God within. There may be an alternative to how I, I seek p- spirituality. I feel like and that sometimes this, when I drink liquor. And this, <laughs> you wow. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm that just was, saying. Sometimes I drink was, liquor and I, I start thinking about stuff. I go. Sometimes you feel like it's, Superman, it's, and they make you feel better about you know who you are and stuff like that. And you get hammered, have a hangover, feel like crap the next day, and then next week you do it again. You definitely a wild boy, but um, it definitely can help with like 
introspective stuff. There's, like I said, that's the easiest way I could describe it. It definitely help with getting introspective information about you, about yourself. But you have to be there. If you're not, it took me years and years to even be in a space to talk about this. Do, do you ever yeah. get afraid that maybe, like, do you ever get afraid that, you know, the reaction or the message you receive from it might be, like, bad? Like, you ever think, like, maybe take you into mm. an even darker, deeper place and now you kind of even more traumatized? Like I say no for me because I've seen... I feel like I, I feel like I've seen it all. I've seen very much close to death multiple times, so don't no tough stuff. I nothing really scares me. If something feels bad, I'm not gonna do it. Like even in this, I've I've said no a couple of times with with doing this, and then developed the trust to to do it because who you know who put me on and gave me the knowledge. I trust and I know that they do the work because I'm you know. I, know this person and trust them really well okay. that's real so i won't like take it and then all of a sudden just feel like i'm locked in a dark room somewhere and there's no door or hey, exit yo. you shouldn't you shouldn't but everybody's That'd i, I want right? to be very careful with awesome, what i'm awesome saying to silent you. room yo, stuff because like, being stuck in a room and you oh my god out. or like imagine imagine like because mm-hmm. you say it unlocks your mind so imagine everything you've ever been afraid of just like piling out of your head and being like, Lock- yeah, what's good? Wait, like, wait, wait, like right, right. what if you unlock your mind and get locked inside of it? Yeah, moment, that's right? what I'm saying. Like, what if Yo. now they're free and you locked up? And they're like, yeah, and, what's and, good? Like, and, and this is why you do these things with people you trust. Because if you are in a space where, because, yeah, I, I went through the anxiety a lot while dealing with that and, and stuff, but having somebody you trust being able to that's why you have somebody serve you the medicine anyway to develop i know somebody who served themselves uh who had it enough to where they can serve themselves and also be somebody's like what they call holding space where they pretty much are taking care of people there's you know they have they have they have big meetings like i won't call it a meeting but like where they hold space where multiple people sit and go through this and they have somebody like watching over them taking care of them making sure that they're so they're, they're right it's a that. so it's a form of shrooms no it's not because a psych- that's what, it's like, not a second people describe shrooms it's, that's it's, what it that's what it's that's it's like in this it it's in the ballpark of what it can do for you it, it's in the ballpark of what shrooms can do for you as i done took shrooms a couple times so yes but not exactly at all it's not a trip like okay. it's it's not a drug it's not something to just hallucinate on and get high it's an indigenous medicine and what it sounds like to me is like a detox, like a spiritual detox. Basically, you taking it and it's just you're you're spiritually releasing, I guess, toxic things. Now that's smart. Your body. That's and a that's great. What I would, that's how I would describe. That's it. a great. That's, that's a, a cool way. That's a great yeah, that's analysis a cool because purging can happen, where you might throw up, you might defecate, like you know. What I'm saying? Oh, Everybody, see, that's where I'm out. But it's not. <laughs> again, you just have to be you. The defecate part is the reach the, 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 exorcist shit. yeah no nah, the, duff, <laughs> the duffocate part is the reach that's extreme that might be just, even the throwing up but, but my thing is if i see somebody blow dust in somebody's face and then they start spazzing and then they throw up i ain't gonna lie to you dog <laughs> and that's why this ain't for everybody i'm spaz i'm scared i'm angry like there's so many emotions that's gonna come to my mind where i'm like this this gotta stop and you tried to kill me like yes. that's my first thought it's like what are you yes, trying to do definitely Proceed with caution. I seen I, I actually seen it live and I seen it done live and excuse my French, but it scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, it, man. I could see it being scary, but it was it was cool. So I you because, know I because there's like a little beginning trip that people be having and it just I've never seen it. So like, I'm just 
I'm just, you know me, I'm just going off of my imagination from what he described and what he described sound like a horror movie. It's intense. It's very, very intense. And it kicked, I've got no nice way to say it, it kicked my ass, but it was an ass kicking I, I personally needed. I feel you. I feel you. Well, I mean, clearly you had an interesting week. Yeah. This man was out here taking dust to the face. Not angel dust, y'all. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to be very careful. I can't say that. on the, That's wild. My bad, bro. <laughs> yeah, I didn't you, even think about that. You like had that. me sounding like a uh, recovering <laughs> angel dust. That's your shit, too. You know that's, that's your the, shit. That's the heat. That's the heat. Yeah. Man, I don't got no crazy stories, bro. I, I think uh, just recently, I've just been hitting the gym heavy, man. Just going to the gym, even though I don't, even when I don't feel like going. I'm That's just good. like, you know what? You know, I'm getting at that age now, man. It's time to just kind of get your body right. You know, not take any days off. Just kind of stay on top of everything, you know? And I be feeling old some days, just feeling like I need rest, body be hurting. But I will, I'm I'm guessing I just got to push, push through that pain. Yeah, push through yeah. that pain. I'm just trying to um, I'm just trying to drink from the fountain of youth. That's all. I feel I, you. I feel you. Shout out to the gym goers, all of us. Also, too, I did go fishing. I went deep sea fishing, man. It was it was oh. fun. Yeah, I went with my my boys, you know, from from the workplace, and uh, yo, we had a great time. Uh, it was crazy because you know when we got there, from when we went last year, we was able to bring like a liquor, you know, every, people brought their smoke. And this time they was just like, oh, we're not doing that anymore, blah blah blah. So imagine everybody. I can't swim, so I can't do nothing. That's that start with deep sea. So. <laughs> so imagine everybody coming up with just cases of beer and everything liquored up, and they was like, yeah, man, uh, we're not doing that this year. So you know, y'all can't <laughs> take it. So now we got people taking cases of, of beer and stuff back to the car, and we trying to chug them and down them before we get on the boat. Of course, you know, we're going to find a little loopholes and sneak something in. So, you know, we did that, of course. Negras. Uh <laughs> It's the niggas. <laughs> yeah, that's dirty. So we got on the boat, man, and uh, we had fun, man. Uh, it wasn't the biggest catch, but, you know, we did catch some things. And, you know, at least everybody brought back home, like, maybe, like, two or three fish to cook. Uh, it was a fun experience, man, just to be out there on the open water, you know, no phone, you know, just taking pictures of of. of of nature and just your boys just kicking back for once and just not being in your 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 normal you know environment so um long story short we got off the boat we had our fish um you know after wrecking wreck wrecking it was it was just fun it was i would say kind of similar to what you talk about how you know taking the dust it was like a dust to me because i you know i freed my mind and i actually got away you know what i mean and and it was therapeutic so um, and it, and it's crazy because did you like, catch anything? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I caught the little uh, what was it? I don't know if it was a red snapper, but it was it was a it was a pretty big fish, man. Um, That's what's probably up. about the size of my, my my forearm. Um, but yeah, man, that that was funny. You, you remind me of that because when we was driving today, you know, you made that quote. <laughs> you know, sometimes you gotta you know use fish to catch fish. Is that what you said? Yeah, sometimes yeah. Hey, sometimes you gotta catch fish with yeah, fish. Yeah, sometimes you gotta catch fish with fish, man, and that's real. Nah, that's real. Let's go ahead and uh, jump into the episode. Let's get it. I know you're gonna dig this. Summer is here, my dogs. Let's just put a few rules on the table before we really get outside. Rule number one: go buy a condom, at least one, and just put it on. I ain't even planning on having sex. Just put it on for safety measures. <laughs> Rule number two, you only get to start one fight this summer. If said fight ends in gunshots, you're suspended for the summer. We'll catch you online. We'll, we'll catch you online. Rule number three, no man should be pouring a shot in another man's mouth. I don't care if he armless. 
get him a straw, tell him shots up. Rule number four. Agreed. There will be no scaring of the hoes. You arguing over chicken wings in a section and asking the girls, can you eat it from the back, Joe? What are you doing? What? Lastly, please don't walk out the house just in what the fuck. Do, do, do you know where we going? Yo, yo. Mic check. Right about this time. Every day radio, radio. Y'all better keep them rules for the summer, man. Let's rock. Shouts out to all the listeners, man. First time listeners, last time listeners. We are here rocking for you today. Welcome to Reggie Day's Radio. Sing along. What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days and... This is yet another episode of the Reggie Days Radio Show. Today I'm joined by my right hand man, Sheen the Dream. And we are also joined by S H E double F. Let's go. Catch the vibe. Come on. This is one of them songs. If I really, if there was a count for how many times I've jammed this song out in my life, that count would be mad high. This is one of the ones for you. What? A straight abused this record when the album came out, bro. Come on. Keeping an easy vibe tonight. You already know the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you're going to learn mad quick.
Come on. Big shouts out to uh, all the construction workers, all the uh, drivers, the truck drivers. Truck drivers have been filling up our uh, email, so big shouts out to you guys. Shout out to the nurses. Shout out to the teachers. for tuning in all right so right about this time y'all already know it's time for the quick clips now for those of you who are longtime listeners you already know how this goes but for those of you who are new quick clips is when we go ahead and grab our favorite clips from the week uh they could be audio based they could be video based but either way they will be audio friendly this is our version of a youtube reaction we're just gonna go ahead and let it uh play and then we'll react to it live for you most of the time, these are pretty funny. Sometimes they get mad insightful. It really just depends. This week, all of the clips were actually submitted to us by listeners. So thank you guys for submitting these clips to us. Um, a lot of them were submitted over the break, you know, so I had to compile them today. Uh, sorry it took us a little while to get to them, but, you know, now you're going to go ahead and hear our reactions. So jumping right on in, the first clip of the day, two 10-year-olds caught working at McDonald's. Let's get it. We're back now with Consumer News. The U.S. Department of Labor announcing that dozens of McDonald's violated federal labor laws. And the Labor Department says it's fined three Kentucky companies operating these McDonald's restaurants more than $212,000 for breaking child labor laws. The department says two 10-year-olds worked as late as 2 in the morning, were not paid, and one operated a deep fryer in Louisville. Now the company says the 10-year-olds were the children of a night manager and were not allowed to be in that part of the restaurant. All right, so that was tough for me to hear. Um, I There's been a lot of those. Kentucky's not the only place. I don't know if y'all been peeping, uh, you know, with social media, saw algorithms or whatever. I could say on mine, I've seen a lot of different places where they're catching like 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds working at these uh fast food chains overnight that is insane they even hear like how did they even get away with that but she did just say they're the, the children night, of the, a night manager yeah yes so now I, it makes me ask so many questions because the first thing i want to think about is like okay night manager as in somebody who's employed by mcdonald's mm -hmm. decided to bring their kids there to work with them in order to do what exactly because in my mind i'm like okay if if you need two more employees, why not hire two more employees? But then that makes me go even further. Mm -hmm. So clearly this lets me know that you can't hire those two more employees. Either A, you can't, or B, you did and you hired your kids under the table. Because if you hired them under right. the table, but then again, no, that gets kicked out because they said they weren't being paid. Right. So that knocks that out. Because at first I was like, maybe they're trying to get more money for the household. So instead of like hiring somebody legit, they created like yeah. pseudonyms for the kids. Now they got three incomes coming into the house, whatever. But that's not even the situation. You got these Can't. kids working for free and you're yeah. not paying them. So now I'm like, what makes you do this? It's a bad situation regardless if you look at it. But I mean, 
you know what if it's a mother or a father who's just struggling they don't have nowhere for their kids or babysitter but yeah they kid can sit in the lobby not work the deep fryer so, so, you know these I'm badass struggling. kids ain't gonna sit in the lobby. they in there trying to like play around and nah, have that's fun to keep them busy you know you you have them you have for them. you to get caught you didn't do it once but for you yeah for you to for get, you caught, to get caught doing it and then they were working for, like at this point it sounded like they investigated them and they were doing shifts because you're saying one of the kids is working the deep fryer and doing all of that yeah, the other nah, one is working like actually making food and stuff that's, nah, that's where you lost me the deep fryer come on right you don't have no 10 year old and no deep yep. fryer that's that's such a hazard it's like trusting a kid on fries is crazy yeah that's nuts and all of it, it makes me look at so many different aspects. Because at that point, we've all been out late at night, right? We've all been out super late at night. And then you pull up to a fast food restaurant. The line is all the way wrapping around the building. And they'll look at you and they'd be mad dog tired. And you look inside and you realize it's only two people working. Mm-hmm. And you also know because you live in that area or because you frequent that area, this line looked like this all the time. So they know whoever's corporate, whoever owns even let's say it's a franchise and there's somebody who's a general manager who just owns that particular building. Right, or, right. You know what kind of traffic you get on Friday nights when the club let out. You know what traffic you get on Saturday nights. You know what I'm saying? After brunch and all of that. Why do you only have two people working? Why do you only have whatever? Now, I'm not giving the parent an excuse saying that, oh, you know, go draft your kids to help you get through your shift. What I'm saying is. There's got to be a reason. I always look for the reason in all of this. And there's somebody who whose fault it is along with the parent. Like, the parent's not the only bad person in this, bro. Maybe the kids Somebody, is bad. Or G-Baby just made one hell of a McDouble. Like, <laughs> how the hell would the kid nah, be? Nah, that, that, that's crazy, bro. Like, two, first of all, 2 o'clock in the morning, deep fire. You, you're just breaking so much laws at this point. And even if it is bring your child to work, they you already know there's a certain limit. And if your child is back there whipping it up and serving ice cream from the ice cream machine and slapping cheese on cheeseburger on a, they basically serving clients at the window, they it becomes a it, it becomes a problem, bro. Because you know that's no place for a child, let alone a ten year old. Now maybe if the kids had been fourteen, maybe a year before, you know the legal work age or something like that. But at ten years old, bro, like. Come on. But even if it was a year before the legal work age, you're not paying them. So why are they doing this? Oh, yeah, right, That's right. what I keep br- trying so to. I'm trying to get y'all to go questions, well, questions I'm with like, you. Is it under the table? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Literally, the only reason that I could give where somebody would want or even have somebody working there would be assistance. And even at that point, now I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, you're a jackass for having your kids come in and 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 have to deal with this when you have to deal with it. Right. Because you're adding them to your misery. Right. Like, this job is already hard enough where it's so hard that you can't do it by yourself. You're adding your kids to work with you. Then on top of that, I want to know who's over you. Because whoever is overworking you puts you in a position where some stupid like th- some stupid shit like this would even come to your mind or be necessary. Like, this shit. <laughs> notice, this shit ain't necessary at Chick-fil-A. Right. This shit ain't necessary at other places where they actually have 10, 12 people working. It's only, like, from my timeline, like I said, McDonald's not the only place I've seen do this. I saw McDonald's. I saw Burger King. I saw all of these different places that when notoriously, when it's late at night or club hours or whatever, they got two people working a window when they know they got hundreds of customers. Right. First of all, everybody should go to jail. I ain't even going to hold you. Like, the parent, the whoever okayed it, all of that. I ain't going to say go to jail. 
That's that's a little. I mean, that's nah, a very lock high. Nah, ass up. That's a very you high punishment. Torture it is kids. stupidity. You are torturing kids. It is stupidity and it is dumb. Don't well, reckless endangerment, you do this, jail time. This for is that. this is torture. Because if you, I'm gonna tell you this: if you're a parent and they catch you, um, they catch you letting your kid operate a deep fryer in Guess your backyard. Guess who grabbing them? Guess who grabbing? You know what I'm saying? Like they catch you letting a child operate a deep fryer in your backyard. You going to jail? Right. You going yeah, to jail? Bro. And and. CPS is yeah. is coming through. Yeah, no, no, don't get. I mean, yeah, it's going to happen, but I think it's just a, a very high, you know, uh, punishment, especially with not knowing the situation. It is stupid, regardless of how you look at it. It's wrong. Yes, there should be some disciplinary action, but like, it. I don't know. I just can't imagine. Like, even if you sitting there at a job and everybody just decided to quit that same day, not. I'm not about to sit here and have my kids sitting here working at my job, you know, like they're employed and then just be okay with it. Like that is, that's wild, bro. If anything, like I'm shutting it down. Like if that's, if that happened, I'm shutting it down. I'm, I'm shutting it down. So you got them working overnight and then want them to be ready for school. Yeah, that's crazy. Even if they're homeschooled, that's just in, that's inhumane. I think the biggest takeaway from this because we always see these jobs putting up the the uh, help wanted signs, the signs that they're hiring, the signs that. But we know because we've worked these types of jobs. We worked other types of jobs where we know that they're understaffed. Mm-hmm. We know that there's nowhere near enough people to work the job that they got people working. But mm-hmm. and they have for hire or you know now hiring signs up or whatever. But we know they're not actively hiring. This is one of. The, that's why I'm saying like, yeah, we're talking about the parent. But who is over the manager? Who's higher than the manager? That's the it, real question. Uh, agreed. Who who okay whether it's the that? general manager, whether it's the person who owns the per- particular franchise or whatever, not just who okay, because probably let's let's be, you know, they probably did not okay the kids working. You know, that's just let's take that off the board. Let's like nobody right. no. nobody who has, you know, liability and all of that is gonna look around and be like, Oh, you know, Bob said he wants his ten year old on the fries. I'm gonna let him do it. And, and not pay them. They're, they're not going to okay that. But what they did do is set conditions where somebody even thought that that was okay. something that they to, needed to, to do. To, you, like, you know what I'm saying? When nah, you have for sure. when you have a 20-person job and you purposefully hire three people, because what you're saying is, well, I don't want to pay more than three. Some third world to, country shit. Yeah, like, you, bro, we see this all to, the time. We're in a huge city. We are in a I huge city. We see crowds of tons of people all the time, and we be right. going in these restaurants. Right. And how many people be working? Two, three. It's it's true. Nah, that's why I hate going to Burger King sometimes. Cause you know, I'm not saying every Burger King, but you know, the Burger Kings in this area. When I pull up to the drive-through, you see one person walking. I mean, working, and it's crazy because that one person don't even speak proper English. So now, other than you doing the work, me and you can't communicate. What kind of like working conditions is this going like exactly. going on? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and then when you think about it, so you mean to tell me you got one person who's taking my order over the headset? They're also inputting and dealing with me. I'm coming in through the drive-through, but that same person is working on the inside, taking orders as well. That same person, on top of taking orders from the inside and the drive-through, is making the food. Which, That's a bad situation. Like, what are we t- like? What are we talking about? And even if let's let's take that part out, right? Even if they could communicate clearly, that's not a one-person job, bro. That's not a two-person job. It's not. How, how do you just let that slip through the cracks? That's literally the definition of poor management. It's not slipping through the cracks. This is purposeful. This is somebody who knows. Think about it. 
when you are have y'all ever been in a management position ever of anything when you're in a management position one of the first things that you you are tasked with is delegating correct and part of delegating is knowing what the workload is so you're aware of what the workload is you're aware of these are peak times these are non-peak times that's part of you know staffing people okay i need this many openers i need this many closers i need this many people working mid-shift i know we're going to have spikes for lunchtime i know we're going to have spikes at these particular hours right. so we need these people overlapping oh if we're going to hire kids you know there's child labor laws so the thing is if we're hiring high school kids we know they can only work a certain amount of hours which means we need other people for every one high school kid we hire we need to hire two adults to be able to fill in the staffing gaps and all these different things like or if this, you want to work here then you have to be able to be subject to the shift change like because we're understaffed so if i hire you you got to be available for this space that you know somebody might not be working i know your days off are typically thursday nights but guess what we ain't got nobody thursday night so before i let you work here you need to be able to be available on call if we need you exactly so looking at all of those different things and this is not just fast food this is any type of job where you have people that have schedules and you have to deal with an amount of inbound and outbound it could be a call center it could be a restaurant it could be a t-shirt shop it could be a cvs it could be any of that this is the bare minimum of being management how the hell do you get in that position it's, poor it's leadership. your fault it, yeah it's you and whoever is above you who did this that's the only way this is even possible is that you and the person above you are both to blame for this and you got to be okay with it because at some point as a as a man i know general managers i i know homies who've had they own the front the franchise of the place they're the general manager of the spot whatever the case may be but they do regular regular checks they actually go in walk through the place spend time even sometimes bust down and work with them you know what i'm saying that's real that's that's a proper way to handle it because if you're not going in checking the landscape of the, the the company you own or managing rather you don't own it but managing it then again that's poor leadership so how do you let that slip through the crap exactly my thing is what kind of tropaholic kids that has these type of work ethics to be sitting there flipping cheeseburgers at two o'clock in the morning bro that's that's like yeah man I, that's sad i'm, I'm that's like really trying sad. to wrap that around my head just based off that alone this couldn't be like a spontaneous thing. No, this absolutely had to be like not. a normal, like because absolutely not. two o'clock in the morning, you got a kid working a a a, a job, like that's something. But that's, it's like the bando, bro. Like yeah. you, you know what I mean? That's crazy. How are you and, even keeping these kids up? That's another thing that's making me concerned. What? How did you train ten year olds to be up doing a night shift? That's bad that's, parenting. That's tough for us adults to handle a, a night shift physically after a while, even if you do it for years at a time. So that's just, I hate to hear that that they even allowed that they okayed that that the parent went through with that. That whole thing is just a, a mess. And yeah, again, I, people should be held accountable, and they should get in trouble. However, they need to handle that by the law but somebody should be held accountable for that yeah we're having so many questions i try to bring up so many possibilities just to see how ridiculous it is and uh that's crazy they on your ass yeah all right so jumping into the next quick clip this one is titled the art of communicating with your girlfriend let's go i gotta think about it, like how i'm gonna say how am i gonna say this 
where she's not going to be offended by what I'm saying. And if, if she's the issue that I'm going to bring up, I got to say it in a way that is not going to hurt her feelings. So I'm not here patting her back while she's crying about the problem that I try, I'm trying to bring up. Right, so you got to think about all of these things and, and then... And then, then you gotta wait for the right time, because because depending on what it is, you, you can't you can't just come out and just drop it when you when it just when you're ready for it. You gotta you gotta pick. You gotta make sure that like I didn't catch you on a high right now, like a high like something great is happening to you, so I don't want to blow your high. Uh, I, I can't catch you when you are already sad about something, because I'm just gonna just make it worse. You know what I'm saying? If you're moody or anything, I gotta I gotta I gotta hit it. I gotta hit the pocket just right. That you don't react to it in a negative way, and you and you p- potentially take it in the spirit that I'm trying to give it. And there's and once you got that down, it's still fifty fifty. <laughs> the struggle. Yo, he yeah, wow. You know, um, you know what's crazy? Cause I'm a very impatient person, and you know I realize that about myself. So when it comes to like waiting for that right time to hit that pocket. You could just call it quit with me. I'm just gonna say it right then, and I don't care. And that's probably why I have a lot of the issues and problems I be having when it comes to certain situations because I'm not waiting to say what's on my mind or how I feel. It be eating me inside. I gotta say it. Yeah, yeah. but there's a time and a place there for is. everything. Though. It is, but when it comes to the, like what he's talking about, that time and the place be so like you. It's crazy because it's time. It's times where I feel like I've 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 never got that time. Like I couldn't even find one little time because. It was this. It was that. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. So you couldn't really find that time. And to sit there and wait. Sometimes you could be waiting a whole week, two weeks. You might even wait a month for that time. But I feel like at that point, man, if it's you might as well just <laughs> sell, bro. And that just, I don't know, that make me sad even thinking about that because he, he has a point. That's how it be uh, in a lot of times, but it just go back to I know why I be by myself is because maybe you just don't need to be with that person because you if you can't to me in in dating, I'm no guru or no expert. But if y'all can't if you guys can't be in a comfortable enough space to communicate with each other and not have to coddle each other's feelings about what you got to say, y'all really probably just shouldn't even be together. I do understand that with women, they're more emotional. So you have to be more delicate in your approach and you do have to be more mindful that she's more emotional than you mm-hmm. in, in what you have to say. So I, I get that part, ladies. Again, however, you shouldn't, I ain't gonna say you shouldn't have a boyfriend, but as far as having a significant other, if that man can't express his feelings to you without you making it all about you and, and making it now a bigger issue now, you might need to consider humbling yourself and I'm not saying break up, but humbling yourself really, you feel me? And that's for men too. Cause there's sometimes a woman tries to bring up something to a dude and a dude off the rip, aggressive on 10, you know what I'm saying? Argumentative or being in his feelings. I feel, I really feel like those people shouldn't, shouldn't date in a serious relationship. If you can't handle stuff like that, that's just my personal being, opinion. Well, what being in what you're talking about are more extremes, right? Like what you're talking about are more, those people who off the rip are just like that at most times, that's more of extreme situations. What he's more so discussing is the the ebb and flow that it takes in order to communicate a negative thing to a woman, just as far as like the generalization right. of like, if I have to tell a woman something that she did that I don't like or something that she did 
that I feel like either it was disrespectful or I just I'm not feeling it and we need to have a conversation about it. And whatever this conversation is, it's going to lead to her being in the wrong. That dance that it takes to be able to bring it in a way where it won't blow up into something Something else. And it shouldn't be like that to me, in my opinion. You suppose that, again, you can be delicate in in a sense in your approach, I do agree with that. With, that sounds good, any, but I know it do because it's just good, a lot of people, they're not going to allow it. A lot of people it. should and shouldn't do a lot of things, but right. what he's discussing is living through that reality. And if yeah. we're talking about the reality of how people really are, because we could be one of those pods you, and sit here and talk about should and shouldn't, and we could be like, well, you shouldn't do this, and then we'll just right. jump to the next subject. But that's not really what happens. As a guy, once I feel like once you've passed a certain age and once you've dated a certain amount of women, you learn that there are a lot of commonalities. Just like I'm sure with women dating men, there are commonalities. There's threads that you can carry from one to the next. And, of course, there's outliers of extreme behavior and things of that nature. There's likes and dislikes. Right. But there's something there's some things that are patterns that you can use just to navigate the general waters. And I think what he discussed was more so tact. There's a time and a place for everything, and then there's a way that you need to do it. And with finding that tact, if you're going from partner to partner, it's going to be different for every person. But the one thing that will remain the same is you don't want to do it at some momentous moment. So let's say you're mad at her about something, right? It doesn't matter what it is. You're angry at her about something. You can't. You should not bring that up at her birthday party. Right. You should not bring that up on her graduation. You should not bring that up. But just like you can't bring it up on a high note, you should not bring that up after she told you her grandparent passed. Right. You should like. There's there's a way that you there's a way that you approach these conversations. There's a way that you figure out the right time for somebody to be able to take something and really be able to digest it without harm now of course it is a little bit excessive when we start getting into the whole you know make sure she's not in a position where she's going to take this and flip it and turn it into something that's about her you also have to make sure that when you say it you say it in a way that's not accusatory because you don't want to trigger those natural you know that fight against accountability thing and, and and I was like, that's kind of basically what I was saying. Like, you do want to be careful. And like you said, there is a time and a place. But a lot of times, you know, it could almost seem like there's never a right time. And at that point, when there, it seems like there's never a right time, that's when you have to kind of start to see things a little differently. Like, nobody being stuck in their emotions too long is a good thing. But if why? It, okay, let's let's jump into that. In the situations where you felt like there was never a right time, why did you feel like there was never a right time? It might just been that person was trying to avoid it or that person didn't want to hear how you, or that person doesn't care how you feel. You well, know all I mean? of those would be based off assumption. I'm saying mm-hmm. what was happening for you to read and feel like it was never the right time? What was happening on your end? Like, what were you seeing? Um, You know, it, it's like you said, it's, it, it's the smallest thing. It's just energy. Uh, You know, I'm tired or, oh, I've been working all day or. Oh, I'm dealing with the kids or so it's like, when do I get my opportunity, you know, my opportunity? When do the window open up for me to be able to address that? And sometimes it may seem like, dang, not today. Okay, let's say tomorrow. Okay, not tomorrow. Oh, today you got work. Okay, not today. Oh, today you sleepy. You know what I mean? You you don't 
don't have the energy to talk. Oh, wait tomorrow. Oh, it's the weekend. I'm going out with my girls. Oh, you had a fun point. All right, we're going to address it tonight. So it's like almost like when does that window come? But at that point, there's two things that that lets you know. One, it could be that it's time for you to reevaluate internally. Because I'll say this. If whatever it is that I'm mad at this person about, right? If I look throughout their day, and I wish women would do this. This is something I wish women in my life in, in the past would do this. If I'm upset about something that a woman has done, and I look and I'm like, man, I do want to say this, but I'm not going to lie. She just worked a double today. I'm not going to do that. And then tomorrow, she's in, she's in school. She got classes or whatever, this and that. You know, she gets home after dealing with a flat tire or whatever, this and that. I'm not about to jump on her after this. Okay, this and that. And you watch. Let's say three days go by. And all three of those days, you're like, man, this person been going through it. Now, my next step is not to try to find the opening where I can still, you know, ram this down the person's throat. Now, I'm going to look internally. I'm going to be like, wait a minute. What am I exactly mad about in the first place? And let's look and see, is this even a conversation that needs to be had? Oh, yeah. Now, that is 100. Now, that is 100%. Won't disagree with that at all. I think when you look at those situations, I'm a very big proponent, and I've dealt with you know, a lot of arguments in the past about this where a lot of women will be like, you can't look at life like that. But I really do. I'm somebody who looks at it, and I'll be like, yo, we got bills to pay. We are working individuals. We have, real, we have family to take care of. We have all of these real, very real problems, right? I don't care what you may have tweeted you may have posted on instagram you may have or let's say we're out and about at a party right right and you did something that i may not have liked or whatever if i don't address it right then and there and be like hey don't do that no more or like something small this and that it's not that important and it's okay to say some things are not that important and that's and that's true but a part of his message too could be we don't know there are levels to everything so let's say something is sitting heavy on your chest or whatever that's been really bothering you in this with your significant other and you haven't found a way to convey it because of the xyz's of what we talking about to me in dating if you haven't created a environment especially dating for a while not just y'all just started dating for a few months yeah i'm saying if y'all been dating for a little minute now if y'all haven't created some type of environment where y'all can communicate in uncomfortable situations even Mm -hmm then to me, then y'all need to possibly reevaluate your relationship because how much do you really care about me if I can't even tell you how I, I how I feel about something without it going straight to me having to worry about your feelings? Like, yes, I should always consider your feelings because uh, you are a woman, so I got to be careful with how I talk to you. I have a more stronger voice all the nine, whatever. But in the, in the same token why should I suppress my feelings now? And then it's unchecked emotions and then you build resentment. This is sometimes what lead to, you name it, infidelities, passive, like all different types of things, all because I'm, I'm sitting here tiptoeing and trying to find my find my window. And, now, this, that's is why, a good point. and this is why I don't fuck with that. And I, I like being transparent because of these things right here. I can't sit with something on my spirit with nobody. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I wasn't advert, um, I wouldn't, advocating that this is something that should always happen i was just saying at some points that is something that you do need to reflect like hypothetically and what you're talking about right right let's say y'all do go through chef scenario and three days have passed 
at the end of those three days, you're like, man, I couldn't find the right opening or whatever. I'm saying that before you do open up that conversation and be like, you know what, it's now or never and have that conversation, you should have that hesitation of let me do some internal like uh, uh, check balancing real quick. Let me make sure that this is something I'm actually upset about and this is not a passing emotion. I agree. And, and see, I, I, I agree with that because I'm the emotional one here. Fine. Screw it. So you're right about that. I had to check myself about that. But in the same time, in checking myself about that, you still learn based on who you're dealing with if they care enough about your actual feelings, though. Because you done sat there and took the time to check yourself, like like my brother's saying right now, and you stand there still trying to figure out a way to say something because at the end of the day, clearly, this person must not... You might... There's a piece of you that feel like... They don't care that much if you even got to hesitate to say the shit. So sometimes, not in all cases. Yeah, I agree and disagree. I agree to the point where you do have to sometimes weigh it to see if it's really worth something fighting about. Because a lot of times we fight about stupid stuff and really it don't really be worth it. And really you cause a a situation that really didn't have to be there when you could have just thought about it and be like, you know what? Maybe I could have just I could have just let that go but That's all I'm saying. at the same time i disagree and why i disagree is because i feel like you should be able to confront something right away if this is how you feel we should be able to explain that now where it gets sticky is that a lot of times people will tell someone how to feel and expect it to just change right then and there and that's where i can sit there and uh, uh disagree with because i feel like things not everything can just change immediately and a lot of times you know when the opposite sex would be like, oh, well, I'm not comfortable with this or I don't like this. They expect you to wake up tomorrow being that. And that's not really how things work. So I feel like it should be confronted and it should you should be able to say it right away. That's proper communication. But to have the expectation that it's going to get dealt with right then and there to me is not is not right. Agreed. And my only other point with that is just if you feel disrespected. Uh, man or woman there is a time and a place for everything but if you feel disrespected by your significant other in my humble opinion I do feel like check that check that don't yeah. let that sit as long as you're not coming aggressively it, or you yeah. say wow I feel like it's, it's, it's cool it's okay to check that and if it's not okay to check where you felt you were disrespected man or woman in your relationship really sit back and think about that do that person really care about me that much if i can't check disrespect because some hey, people don't well, some well, people or, don't or say how i feel about i was, I was gonna say it might be even the verbiage because the verbiage indicates the energy right i'm very big on verbiage so it might not even be that oh you need to check that it could just be you need to express yourself that's and a you expressing in my opinion but i got you but the way that you verbalize things does affect the way that it's done like hypothetically if i'm writing a, a script and i'm telling you as an actor Oh, the, in this scene, Sheen checks his girl about such and such. And then I give you a second paragraph, and I'm like, okay, now in this scene, Sheen expresses himself to his girl. You're going you're gonna to perform those mm-hmm. two actions differently. Yeah. That's just, you know what I'm saying? That's linguistics. That's just how it works. Mm-hmm. You're going to perform those two things as a completely different task. Expressing yourself to the person that you are with, part of that is pretty much what he explained. It's when, it's where, it's the tone, it's all of that. Now, in those positions, you know, the only reason we got into this is because, Chef, you, you said that in a lot of cases, it's hard to find those positions. I do believe that that is some people's reality, but there is a check and balance that comes in after that. First thing, first step, 
figure out whether it's you know worth even derailing your day to do x y and z if it is and it's something that you do care about the next thing is well you know your partner hopefully mm-hmm. when is some point where you could tell them hey i understand that we we got all this going on right now but there is a conversation i do want to have with you sometime soon mm-hmm. let's like put something to the side x y and z I think that's a better way of addressing it than jumping out the woodwork and being like, I feel X and not, and, and not even thinking about the collateral damage, not even thinking about what mm-hmm. the person might be in the middle of or whatever. There's ways for things to be done is all I've been Ag- saying. From agreed. The get-go. Ag- agreed. And so I was also thinking from like a different perspective. What about those who a situation happens and they think like, OK, this is not the right time. It's not the right place. And then they hold it in so long where it it creates an emotional rap sheet to the point where like it's just building up and building up and That's building what I was up saying earlier. to the point where now we get to that point where a person is just like almost like not even interested or don't want to deal with it or even just lose uh, uh, a liking to a person because they let it build up so much it makes people shut it's, down i got cold on chicks for that many a time but that's that's per you got to take personal accountability in that for two things one you got to realize that you still haven't spoken to this person so this rap sheet that you're building up yeah you may be getting upset as it's going along but you also have to realize that this person don't know what you're talking about right when it is time for you to bring it up you have to realize that it's kind of like i'm not i'm not even gonna say kind of like it is you're dealing with somebody who's ignorant of the situation because you haven't told them yet. So it doesn't matter if you if if it first happened on Monday, right? And it's Friday now, and they've done it once a day since then. You can't. You don't have the space to lash out as if it's done four or five times. Not knowledgeably, you have to understand that. Okay, now we're having this conversation. I'm going to talk to you the same way I would have if it only happened once. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, hey, okay, so this is how I feel about this type of scenario or whatever. Now, I'm I'm going to acknowledge the fact that, you know, hey, it happened again on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or whatever. You know, this is all I feel this way about all of that. You building up and then blowing up on that person is not fair. That's not cool. And you need to have self-control. It's, it's not. And <clears throat> it's not. And that's absolutely true. And, again, this is why... I, effective communication is is important though like uh, again if you're if you're dating somebody for a while that they should even know that about you like okay i don't like things sitting on my spirit that's something that i'm you you express right away man or woman again like i don't like holding things in because i react vigorously after holding it in i've dealt with somebody before who i didn't find out what was wrong until years after we broke up like I've dealt with people who I didn't find out about certain specific things where either A they were upset or B they didn't like or C whatever. I didn't find out the truth like about certain things until way too late. Because of non effective communication between you and the person is all I'm saying. I'm not calling you out or saying nothing bad about you or that other person, but if you created a, a space where it's okay to communicate feelings, good, bad. You could create, bro, you, know you could create Fort Knox if you want to. That don't mean she, she gonna walk in. That's, that's like true, There's a part of it that is, there's it, a part of it that's also being in a position where the person actually wants to communicate. Like what we're talking about is a different scenario than that. What we're talking about is somebody who, the guy, in mm-hmm. the video, right? Who wants to communicate, but is is it's like double dutch. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna kind of balance it out. I'm gonna catch uh, the rhythm. Then I'm gonna jump in. 
what that scenario is, somebody who holds it all the way through the relationship or months or weeks or years or whatever, they're not somebody who's waiting for an opportune moment where you're not going to be upset or this or that or whatever. They're somebody who I'm, I'm, about, maybe, to, I'm, maybe, wait, wait, I'm about to trigger y'all. I'm maybe, about to trigger y'all real quick. Watch this. Hey, babe, what's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? <sighs> Nothing. Ain't got to tell me twice. Come on now. I, I noticed, you know, the energy shifted, this and that. Are you okay? I'm telling you there's nothing wrong. I'm, I, we kick it all the time. Like, I can see there's clearly something different about you right now than it was yesterday, the day before. I'm telling you, why do you keep asking me that? There's nothing wrong. Now we fast forward. Three weeks later. See, this is exactly what's wrong. This is exactly what I've been mad about. And da 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 da. <sighs> and that's why you fucking. Com- this is. As I'm almost getting tight. Thus, ghosting this was why, born. This is. <laughs> this is why. I'm waiting to say that. I just wanted to say that. Thus, ghosting was born. This is how ghosting right. started, bro. It's it's people in general. Just we all, all of us, gotta just be better at communicating in relationships and things like these what these to me it's almost these shouldn't even be a conversation like they should be because it's educational it's, it's helpful and stuff like that but that's almost should be basic in in dating and relationships yeah, I'm not even, and i'm not even a relationship but guy. you, I do my you thing. also yeah it's but just, I, I feel like that's naive to say it's especially not, it's not bro it I is disagree. i disagree uh, i'm gonna say why well it's naive to say because you're acting as if this is something that people should basically be able to do but i would say that a lot of this is complicated for a lot of people and i'm gonna be i agree with that i'm gonna be transparent in this room you're the worst communicator of so, all people i disagree okay. of that, all but people take it. of all people i disagree with that but i'll take it so what i was going to say is it's it is complicated and he took the words out of my mouth because to me communicate communication is a habit and when you with a certain person or you around a certain person, you create bad habits. Point to myself. It reflects on the different, you know, relationships you, you are in. And it, it might just be your last relationship to your new relationship. And the reason I say that is because even when I point at myself, I grew a, a, a thing for just very brief texting to the point where, like, if you text me something, you're getting one word. And that's every time. And it took me a long time to realize, like, dang, why do I have this texting habit? It's bad. It's bad communication. And I realized I gained that habit from dealing with a person who wasn't always, like, emotionally available or who who didn't, like, talk about life and things like that. So when we did talk, it was kind of like, be there at 930 or what you want to eat, spaghetti. You know what I'm saying? It was very brief. And I took that communication on past and... I'm talking to a person and they're like, yo, like I had to ask them, like, why don't you ever like say like much when we text? You know what I mean? Because I'm a call type of person. Right. And they said, well, that's because you, you really don't say much. And I'm like, hmm. And then I'm looking at my text and I'm thinking like, dang, I do only text like one word. How can I co- have a conversation or start a conversation or even describe to a person about what's going on in my life if I only text one word? And that's what I mean by it, it becomes a habit. You know what I mean? So you have to. Like he said, internally see that habit and you have to correct it. But what's hard is that you have to, a lot of times you have to, a person has to be compatible as well to change that habit. If you, it has to be a two-way thing. 
if the next person I talk to don't have communication and I have bad communication, most likely it's going to be rocky in there. But it takes two. You feel what I'm saying? It takes two. And that, that's all I could really say to it. And all I'm saying is at least because nothing's going to be, you know, perfect. And that's why I say I'm not naive because I still understand, you know, everything, all your points y'all making. However, if you're just taking a role on, on dating somebody, I do think that you shouldn't have to coddle their feelings. I don't care what you know what the situation is. You can be mindful. That sound good. You could be mindful, but the coddling and I'm not. I'm not the one. I'm. I know I'm not the one, but it's okay. That's that sounds good. That's not, that's but not for she, everybody. Well, but that, that's what I'm saying. That sound good. But even I'll say this, as as somebody who as somebody who's like witnessed different types of relationships, different dynamics, or whatever. There's a large part of it that's going to be coddling on both sides. There's going to be ways that the way that you can speak to one person is not the way that you can speak to somebody else. Even within friendships, it's never the same in two different directions. Mm -mm. And there's going to be a small part that has to do with coddling. And what he was describing was what he's learned that works in his particular situations. And if if we're going to especially be in general, what he described is a good way to approach anybody, to be honest, Mm -hmm. because that's even at work. Like, let's say if I'm dealing with an employer or an employee, right? Right. I have to be aware of what? What's going on right now? Right, right. What's the timing? Is this appropriate? Is this, like, even down to, you ever notice that when corporate people fire people, there's a specific day that they do it. There's a way that you're supposed to approach anybody, and it's, you can look at it as coddling, but in reality, it's just there's a way that things need to be done, bro. And if you're trying to find a mate or find a friend or find a person that there's zero coddling needed, good luck. But um, that's about it, man. That's 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 our final quick clip for the day. Um, if you guys want to go ahead and submit any more quick clips, you already know, go to our Instagram, Reggie Days Radio on IG, or you can submit them on Gmail. Most of these came directly from the Gmail, which is Radio at gmail.com. Coming up next, a lot of people's favorite part of the show, listener letters. But before that, let's go ahead and uh, get a quick jam session in. You already know how we do it. Stay locked. Keeping the vibe going, we got a uh, exclusive track from Chris Brown, Transparency. Let's go. It's so hard to reach you. Don't know what you're really looking for. Tell me if you need to. Tell me I'm the one you're looking for. I want to be see-through. Transparency, when you look at me. You know I can teach you. Teach you everything. Are you hearing me? you know the funny part about this last conversation is in general without transparency a relationship cannot function i like you are fighting a losing fight but uh 
once you install that transparency into what you're dealing with you i think that's the highway that's necessary for y'all to be able to reach each other reggie days radio let's go yet again that was a bit of a uh Exclusive track from Chris Brown, Transparency. Don't even bother looking at Apple Music, y'all ain't got it. And let's go. Yeah, yeah. For anybody who uh, wants to do a little bit of advertising on Reggie Days Radio, go ahead and reach out to us, ReggieDaysRadio at gmail.com or Reggie Days Radio on Instagram. It could be you that we're advertising right here with my silky voice. Let's get it. All right. So the part that a lot of y'all wait for, the listener letter, where we actually talk to y'all out there and don't just talk to each other. If you want to go ahead and submit a listener letter, you already know, reach out to us, ReggieDaysRadio at gmail.com or ReggieDaysRadio on Instagram. Or you can also reach out to us on the Reddit page, which would be ReggieDaysRadio. So this first letter, let's go ahead and let's see. They have a name. This is from Prima. Let's go ahead and jump right on in. Dear Reggie Days Radio, I'm a newer listener, but my friends love your show. Even when we don't get to listen to an episode, we fast forward through and steal all your songs for our playlist. I don't know how I feel about that. Thieves. That's mm. that's kind of crazy. I rock with it, though. Thank you? I rock with <laughs> it. Thieving asses. That's crazy. Um, first, I noticed you mentioned making a playlist a few episodes ago and brought it back up last week. When are you guys going to post your summer playlist? All right, so we'll set a date on it. Um we'll do it um this we'll, coming I'll, I'll i'll say this coming week after this episode so like going into that weekend i'll post it maybe like friday thursday friday type yeah we'll we'll come up with some um, my birthday saturday so we'll come up with something to kick it off with yeah I'll, I'll make sure we post before then so like thursday friday i'll i'll make sure to do that thanks for asking we got that means you. you care or you just want to steal more, which I still don't know how I feel about that, but okay. Just don't act like ain't nobody put you on. That part. <laughs> yo, yo, that's what I hate. When people steal your music <laughs> and then walk around like they fake music heads oh, yeah. and they got all their music from you. That's wild. Yeah. So disrespectful. Also, I have a question that my friends and I have been arguing about. What does it mean when a guy doesn't ever talk to you or hit you back up after a certain time? I'm dating this guy, and he disappears on me at the same time every night. My friends think it's because he has a girlfriend. I'm not sure, though. We've been talking for, like, two weeks. He's been really sweet to me so far. It just feels weird that he doesn't ever talk to me after midnight. Some nights I'll want to lay up and talk to him on the phone, and he always ends our conversations and puts his phone on D&D before midnight. What do you guys think? Thank you guys for being amazing. So glad to have you back. Prima. Thank you, Prima. Thank you, Prima. So. Mm. Player, player. <laughs> Lead well, the way. I would that think that. Okay, okay. Yeah. I would think that earlier. Unless he got a job. Well, I was just going to say, I would think that if it was early. Midnight is kind of late, though. 
if he only doesn't talk to you after midnight, that's late as hell, though. Yeah, some people do have cutoff times. Unless he one of them eight hour, nine hour sleep schedule, like they don't break their schedule type. I mean, that's or, a lot of people. But why would you have screen. to put somebody on the don't do not disturb for that? Y'all don't know people to do. I know a lot well, of people who their D and D comes on at eleven or at ten or whatever like that. Theirs is on and and is rocking until it's time for them to go to work the next day or go to school. I, I asked They'll talk to you. They'll yeah. text you back. But that is on, like mm-hmm. their night mode thing or whatever. Yeah, right. y'all don't ever be seeing that when you text somebody and it's like this person has silenced their notifications. Da 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 da. Yeah, my boy do that when he be at work sometimes. Yeah, I'm, I know a shorty who had like a, a government job that was a strict schedule, so they would kind of have those type of that type of thing going on. I but, guess my first but, question would be, what does he do? Because it sounds like they're in school. As far as when she said like her and her homegirls this and that, it sounds like a group of people that are in school. So my question would be, what kind of schedule does this nigga have? If he's somebody who's out all day or like, especially he's a student, he's doing certain things or whatever, there's a lot of people that at midnight, you asking for too much. Like, especially somebody who wants to get their sleep. Right. Because it's not like you're saying he won't see you at those times or he won't hang out with you at those times. He's just not, he don't want to be on the phone with you at those times. This is a perfect example of what we were just talking about about the communication and the thing this is like a perfect freaking example because yeah, you could literally ask him you could literally ask him right i mean communication okay. communication is everything from my perspective i mean from what she make it sound i mean he just sound like he be kind of doing him and it, during certain times of the times of hours uh, my thing is i guess this is where you have to look at yourself eternally and come to conclusions is this what you want to deal with even i'm saying instead of just that's putting true. yourself through it right if it's something you not want to deal with and i think that's a lot of things we tend to uh overlook when it comes to trying to be in a relationship or talk to someone right if it don't work for you then it might you might just want to like let the situation go because it's, it's bothering you clearly and if you can't find any closure or communication in it, then you might just want to keep it moving because it's going to be it's always going to be a problem. And now you're building this rap sheet, you know, with your friends and others that, you know, that oh, is true. She's definitely building a rap sheet. So now basically in her mind, when she's sleeping at night, she's sitting here thinking of the worst. Correct. And, and for all we know, this guy could literally just be like, what time does he go to work in the morning? What time does he imagine? Because I remember. There was a semester where, you know, for the most part, I kept my classes regular time, like 10 a.m., 11 a.m., whatever. But I remember there was a semester I had a 6 a.m. lab. I'm not talking to you on the phone after midnight when I got a 6 a.m. lab tomorrow. I'm just not. Right. Y'all are my homies. Y'all know when I have to go in early in the morning, am I kicking it with y'all at night? No. Absolutely not. Y'all know me. I do my thing. I work evenings. I at nighttime, after a certain hour, I ain't doing too much talking. So it, I, I get it. I get it with that. But the communication part would need to happen. But y'all two weeks in, you know what I mean? So I think it would be in your best interest to just straight up ask so you don't sit here and feel like you're you're playing yourself because you're not wrong. For and asking the right way. And asking right, the right way. way. Correct. Uh, facts. you make sure he go underline that right way. <laughs> it is asking a, the right way. Because there's a difference between don't run up on a dude and be like, do you got a girlfriend? Because why you don't be talking to me after midnight? Or you could be like, hey, you know, I'm somebody who likes to talk at night. I want to be on the phone, this and that. And I'm not going to lie. I would like to talk to you late at night. 
it seemed like that doesn't work for you. Like, what what's going on? And if he says he's not a, a night owl, then you got a decision to make. Do you yeah. want do you want to adapt and deal with that because you think they worth getting to know like that, or you just want to you know keep vibing with the situation, or sit back and evaluate like I want more than that than what he got to offer as far as my time goes and yeah you know what i'm saying make your decision based on that yeah because i'll say this that's a common issue that i had at a lot of different points in my life where the time that i was willing to give or the time that i had available was a lot less than what a lot of women want as a matter of fact my brother and i were just talking about this you know last night where it seems like if a woman really really likes you the moment that she starts really liking you, you can tell because all of a sudden she wants to be up under you every second of the day. She wants to talk to you all day. She wants like th- there's a level of communication that she wants at all times. It's like she wants your 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 lives to meld together immediately. And I know that that's a thing that of course, I'm not saying that this is a thing with all women, but there is that is a type of woman. Um, my history, I never did well with that type of woman, mostly because I wasn't willing to inconvenience myself just to appease her needs to have that conversation. Cause usually what'll happen is, especially if you're somebody who has a packed schedule, you know, you're working, you're in school, you're doing these other things. You're trying to balance everything that you're trying to chase, or even just having, I'm a person, I like to read. I like to there's a lot of things that I like to do that it's difficult for me to do the moment I start dating somebody because what ends up happening is that person wants so much of your time or wants you to be around so much that it automatically starts knocking those other things out of the way, right? Right. Now what ends up happening is going back to the compatibility conversation that makes you if you're the person who has the busy schedule more compatible to deal with another person with a busy schedule because you both understand each other you both get like if i'm moving around all day yeah and i'm dealing with a woman who's moving around all day yeah me texting her let's say an hour after she texts me is not going to hit the same as the girl who only she goes to class for like four hours a day and then the rest of her day is wide open all she she's staring at that phone waiting on you to text back forever like for that hour is longer to her than it is for the person who is moving around got meetings got all these different things going on and they got like a lot of shit it's easier to deal with somebody who understands and lives in your time zone who lives in your sphere of reality but when y'all are living in two different realities let's say he's busier and she's not or vice versa she's somebody who's super busy and he's not that is difficult and yeah as I, as I get older like i'm starting to see that a lot of a lot of it when it comes to relationships is kind of like time and, and compatibility and it's not just compatible compatibility as people personalities personalities is also too as your lifestyle Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because you know i figure you see how much easier it can be if someone is on the same page as your lifestyle and then you see how difficult it is with someone who is not on your lifestyle what i hate about it is when it comes back to the communication i hate one it's a front you feel what i'm saying so that's why i'm like don't well what do you mean what do you mean by that um like 
I guess like people front a, a certain type of lifestyle that they are like they're living when they're really not living that like type of lifestyle. Like pretending that they're busy. Right, pretending that you're busy. Pretend, you know what I mean? And I think that's where you have, you know, the bigger issues where it's like people change up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you wasn't like that. I mean, I know you, you grow and things do change, but sometimes people tend to try to like, make that like a front they front about it they just yeah. they front they say oh i don't got time for this and i ain't got time for that or i don't be talking to people and they put on this like persona to where they kind of make you feel devalued or make you feel like you're not as important as as the things but they even, have going on in their even life. if even if it's a front that'll you'll still run into the same problem which is the compatibility let's say hypothetically this person is fronting that they're busy right and you're thinking well i'm busy and this person is busy that should work but you start realizing they're fronting either a because if you're quote-unquote busy how you got time to consistently be blowing me up or to be doing this or to be doing that or whatever mm-hmm. whatever exposes them mm-hmm. oh, will bingo. let you know that you're incompatible anyway so it doesn't matter like even if they're fronting it's still gonna get exposed like that reminds me of like you ever you ever like like deal with a person or talk to a person where it's like they never really text you back or or respond to anything that you have to say when it comes to text. But when you around them, they always in your phone. That's always the kind in of, their phone. Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of vibe it gives me. I know and, what you mean. And we've been very mature. We could screw the maturity. What if this nigga is just a dirtbag? You know what I'm saying? What if he actually just? We don't he, have enough well, information well, for that though. I got you. I got you. But it's it's cool. It's cool. We no. good. We good. As far as going back into exposing. You know, y'all, y'all sparked something in my mind of, okay, shorty, something you could do to run a test or whatever. Let's keep it a being. It's two weeks. Offer the cheeks. I'm not saying that's that what you got to do, right? But around that, say you're going to be available for linking up around that time. Allude to it. I'm not saying be a whore or nothing like that, but I'm saying uh, maybe allude to some fun got to happen between so, y'all tonight. So y- at, at, and wait. If he all of a sudden offered do not disturb now, and then you it happened again, then it kind of lets you know maybe that he's only interested in one thing. That's not fair, because I'll tell you this. Yeah, I'll just, oh, we go, we go respond. Like, we go respond. Wait, wait, wait. But no, I'm going to be honest. the wrong energy. Well, no, I'm going to be honest. Hey, I'm just trying to help the lady out if she wants to get could be a woman that I could be damn, like, I could be 100% in love with her, right? If I got work in the morning at 8 a.m., and you want to sit there and be cutesy on the phone and talk all night. I may not be wanting to do that. But we have all, as men, done dumb shit on the premise of, oh, she, yeah, she's she giving up the cheeks tonight. And we're out later than we're supposed That's to be. Manipulation, That's manipulation. Bro. Okay. Pause, it's pause. just like, okay, I'm going to say this. The same way, right? The same way that as a dude, there might be times where, let's say, it's the shoes on the other foot. She's like, hey, I'm supposed to be studying. So Saturdays, what I do is study. Like, we're not going to hang out. We're not going to do this and that. I'm not going to. I don't want to smash. I don't want. I just want to study on Saturdays. What happens if as a dude, I'm like, you know what? I know that she is obsessed with astronomy. Oh, I got her tickets to the biggest planetarium and da, 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 da. It's going to be a a candlelit dinner, this and that. And I tell her, but it's only on Saturday. If she tells me, yeah, and she's like, I want to go. Now, does that make me look at her and be like, oh, well, 
when I wanted to hang out with you, you well, wanted to study. But now it's a planetarium. Yeah. You want to kick that. I, you didn't I, reveal anything. I feel you, but y'all talking. You sound like you come, sound like you're coming from a perspective of like a relationship. Relationship. I'm saying like since they're just talking, just getting to know each other, and you trying to like figure out, fill dude out. Bread breadcrumbs is the way to fill people out. That's not even like that's it, not like, a breadcrumb. Like, it like, it's it's definitely breadcrumbing if you allude into yo. I'm trying to do okay. something. But later I'm off. saying that's not so that's not going to give you the right. That's not going to give you the right answer. Because here's the thing: whether it, he is genuine or not, he's still going to want to smash. Exactly. So what did that reveal? That that's not a well, good reveal. If, if they break their habits every time. For you to, if he's only now available every time you're available to smash shorty, then that's just so what it you, is. You had to get your, that's you true. had to get your shit that's beat up you, to find out that a nigga's a dirtbag. This is the problem of what's wrong with these goddamn I, games. I but I'm a, saying, even alluding allude. to it is not. That's not gonna help you. Uh, allude and and see, not, wait. No, I got a question. I got a question. Don't say the name out loud. Think of a woman that you genuinely loved, right in your mind, right now. You mean to tell me? That let's say you were being in a you're in a disciplined part of your life. So your regular thing is that at 11 or 12, you shut everything down. You go to sleep, blah, blah, blah. If that woman were to hit you up, this is the first few weeks of y'all getting to know each other. So you remember how you felt about her back then. She hits you up to smash. You not going to smash? Of course. So what are we talking about? But now we know. Wait, wait, wait. We know for a fact. This is somebody that you genuinely care for. This is somebody that you're not playing around with this woman. You're not this and that. So what did that teach you? It didn't teach you anything. That doesn't I'm reveal saying, anything I, to her. I didn't say it would. All I was saying was then what's that the point could, of doing that it? That could potentially break the ice. Okay, so break the you, ice to do what? You want to know why you keep getting put on? Do not disturb. But it's okay to smash because men want to fuck. You like you like trying, let's, you men to. we gonna want we gonna we men yeah we gonna want to hit that and we most likely gonna break whatever we have this going is a, on this going is on. terrible advice you know I'm not giving so her advice I'm not even telling her power what to I'm not telling her what to do I'm not saying this is right then what I, are you I, saying you saying you I'm gonna I'm gonna shut the fuck up I don't know what I'm talking about in this one I'm gonna I'm gonna let no, it no I'm saying rock. you can you no I'm can, not upset y'all good no good. from different perspective you some people might think that way and it's, I I can see some people actually doing that but what but what information does that give you I didn't say give you other than like okay I'm a I'm able to control his time by giving him pussy hey I and, was just trying to have fun with shorty and, but y'all don't fuck that up but I'm saying but this I mean yeah you having fun but it, this is a serious matter because now see this is what people understand now you change the dynamics of compatibility and now you're saying this is what happens to a lot of us men is why we end up in the situations we're in because now it becomes about sex and not an expectation of sex so now when the sex and if he only expectation available for is pussy, he don't like you like that shorty but that's not even true because if that's I, not nah, really like nah, that. there's, a, be, lot of, nah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things this is where i disagree with y'all y'all did stop me so i'm gonna speak now it was, with all I, was due respect. On, I didn't stop you i was on if he's only available at that hour for the booty call shorty then that may be how he view you maybe but you I'm don't know you still don't know nothing and i didn't say that that's gonna be matter of fact all then I'm it's saying pointless is, you gotta you trying you fishing for answers shorty so if he's not gonna open up and talk to you if you're not gonna straight up ask him the fucking question then you gotta do get creative and try other shit if if having a simple conversation of why you're not available at midnight because i would actually like to talk to you because i prefer to talk 
late at night that's my type of thing if that don't work try other shit because again y'all are only fucking two weeks in so he don't really owe you shit but y'all are dating y'all outside so it's okay to like all right see if if this dude is only making time to hook up then he may only view me as a hookup so now then let me ask him this is that what this is or do you want you know more okay so first of all or say that i i want to be more than a hookup i actually would like to really see if we could go somewhere so if i'm only gonna be your booty call or or the only time we can kick it at this hour is for booty calls then i might not want to fuck with that Okay, so first, I think that's okay. Y'all saying I'm outlandish. Saying Everything about what you described is right, right. is terrible communication. And right. here's why it's terrible communication. Well, it goes with the narrative. I'm a terrible communicator. Here's so here's why I'm it's done. I'm gonna let y'all okay. Close. Listen, now, Here, I'm listening to y'all. Here's y'all what makes it terrible we, communication. We if I have a problem, right, any problem, and I'm trying to get to the solution of that problem, I'm trying to learn what the issue is. If I make one move, two moves, three moves, even if it's one big move. And I'm still at standing at the same place and got no further than where I started. Then those moves that I made did not solve my problem. At Trial the end of the error. day, if I'm standing, wait, look, let me finish. If I'm standing in a position as her, you've been talking to somebody for two weeks. This is the situation. You don't know what's going on. And instead of just hollering at the person and being like, hey, this is what, you know, this is what is going on in my head or not even this is what's going on in my head just asking them straight up hey why do you prefer this because that to me that's the same as any other question i noticed that uh whenever you whenever you drive you particularly do this whenever you walk you particularly do this is there a reason behind that like what's going on a simple question could resolve that very quickly now what you don't want to do is make a drastic decision that leads to nothing but more assumptions, and that's what that is. You sleeping with that person does not give you a direct answer to anything. That won't help you. I, I you're literally that, just as confused as where you were before, and you're leading off of nothing but assumption. And even that statement of you got to be smarter than what some people tell you, that's a marker of terrible communication. Because if somebody <laughs> is telling you something, yeah, if it. you ask... I, got, I don't agree. Dog, if you're assuming anything that's based off an assumption is not real, bro. I say based off an assumption, though. No, I'm saying if they like, didn't if, tell it, if they didn't tell you what it is, then what if, else is it? What is if, it? Yeah, that's if, just you trying you to do, figure it out. If you, if somebody continuously does something, they're giving and and with if somebody continues to do something, that's information in itself. If he only available, niggas at can midnight, fake it till they at, make it. Because how do we know that? How do wait, wait, wait? Keep Even if he sleeps, my point, what I'm bro. asking you is, if he sleeps with her, right? Let's say he sleeps with her four times after midnight. How do we know that the only reason that he's doing that is because that's all he wants from her? Exactly. How do we she know that? She has to get down to the bottom of that. How, how? she seeks how? I don't, she's a fucking woman, first of all. So however she want to go about it, you're not giving her. But any she, type what of you're question. saying, well, like. Which, well, y'all made this You're shit. like the y'all, worst y'all, y'all quest made. ever. The same way that the friends immediately jump to, oh, he's living with his girl, he got a girlfriend, he got whatever the, the scenario that they jumped into. All of that, to me, is except, just make, keep shit simple. Ask. For sure. It's a ton of people I know that have, um, once it hits 10, 30, 11 screen o'clock, time. whatever, screen time, there it is, thank you, that literally have their screen time screen set time. on their phone where the moment it gets to that time, it's a, it's a rap, bro. It don't matter who it is that's reaching out to them. It is a rap. 
when it's that time you're going to see that little thing you could text them you could call them whatever and you know what it says hey this person's not going to get your notification because they have their, their stuff on dnd that's what it says straight up you're right and My- if you've only known someone for two weeks Short. Maybe that's just how they live their life. That's a short amount of time. That's a short amount of time for for you to already want them to be like, okay, let me change this habit of yours. And too many people jump into like dating like it's a rom com, bro. My- you don't need to like just because I like you don't mean we need to be on the phone four, five, six hours at night, seven hours at night, whatever. Like especially if you're already getting conversation out of this dude throughout the day. Please get the fuck off his back. Let let that man live. What kills me is how, you know, her friends automatically have this negative assumption of, oh, he cheating on you and da-da-da. And, you know, just to put that in the air, I feel like is a big problem, too, because you're told that, and now that's what you're thinking in the back of your head, and it's clouding your judgment or even what decisions you should make on the situation. And I just hate that people tend to do that when it comes to, to relationships and stuff like that to easily start pointing fingers before they know facts yeah because a lot of this stuff is really normal like how many women have you met in your life right just normally met y'all not even talking it's just people you exchange numbers with y'all might you know go hang out in a group you know what i'm saying this and that and when it comes to a certain time they have their sleep time on Mm -hmm. that's a lot of people bro it's a lot especially depending on the age group or actually not even as long as you're an adult because whether you're in school age or you're dealing with people who have professional jobs or whatever there's a lot of people who have shit to do in the morning not everybody wants to be caked up at all hours of the night that's just that should be okay that shouldn't be a red flag bro no you're right if it was eight o'clock we might be having a different conversation if that nigga put you on D at like 6 p.m Oh, he outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's like midnight. I'm not too mad at that. But um, yeah, man, just have a regular conversation. You know, if you want some love and hip hop shit, do what Chef just said. If you want to end up confused with a broken heart and another body, do what Sheem said. <laughs> um, we're going to jump into the next one. That's real. All right. So I'm going to put on a voice for this one. This is from OG Bobby Johnson from The Sip. (laughs) Y'all boys. It literally starts off with y'all boys with a whole bunch of exclamation point. That nigga said, I fuck with the show and been rocking with y'all for years. Hear me out now. I know y'all don't want us to blow y'all shit up about relationship shit, but y'all gotta make an exception for your boy, man. They always say that. (laughs) I'm fucking with this little woo-wop or whatever. And shit been cool. When we kick it, she's funny as hell, down to earth, and badder than a motherfucker. Sex game make me want to marry her if I was into that soft-ass Ralph Tresvan-ass shit. Sensitivity. The problem is she's always busy. I can't ever do no spontaneous shit with her because she's always working out or doing homework. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure y'all know usually this is a real nigga dream. A woman that got shit to do and don't want to be all up under me all day is a miracle. Facts. I've never <laughs> dated a college girl before this, but this master's degree has her working like a slave. Now, I know I sound moist as shit to y'all right now, but this is different. 
I want to see her, but she don't ever have time. What should I do, y'all boys? It feels like we spend less and less time together. But when we talk, she says she likes me a lot. How can I get shit back on track? OG Bobby Johnson from The Sip. I mean, she said she liked you a lot. That's it. That's enough information right there. I mean, that's just my advice. Either that or he go talk to old girl from the other letter. And uh, I was about to say, this is this is the exact opposite of yeah, the last letter. Exactly. So now you, we talked about the compatibility. Hey, Prima and OG Johnson. <laughs> but nah. <laughs> I, I, I love but, y'all um, listener letters. Write it but out. I promise I don't ever want to talk about no more relationship shit. I'm going to just start letting them niggas talk. Nah, Sheem just mad because his, his, his yeah, suicide bombed on the last he, one. Nah. <laughs> what you gonna, just, ta- I, gonna tell her now? I'm burnt out from that shit. Now, now, now that we on the other end of the spectrum, what he gonna tell her come over and get this dick? <laughs> <laughs> With the, let's see how that works. Sick. Yo, yo. Hold on. Hold now, on. It's kind of crazy now that you think about it. When you turn the tables around, let him try to use that. I think when dealing with a when dealing with a busy woman, it's a different dynamic. And I'll say this: they communicate more than the last letter, because you could tell they got a little bit more skin in the game. Because clearly they've been kicking it. They go out, they do things, they've been smashing. They they're further along, and he knows what she's doing when she's doing it. And I picked that up from him him saying like. Oh, you know, she be in class. She be working out. She's doing this. She's doing that. He knows her schedule. He knows her lifestyle. He knows what's going on and what is preventing them from hanging out. Plus, it's not that he can't see her. It's that he can't do spontaneous shit with her. Yeah. That's what his 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 complaint is, and that's a little different. That's that's a respectable. That be sucking. That's it does suck, but that's a respectable like complaint to have that you could literally like if you haven't already communicated that because like you said you most men would like a chick that got their own motion or however you want to use it in the in a term busy she's working out she's going to school she's don't got time to be up under you all all day but you would like to have a spontaneous date every now and then because you really like this person i would say be patient if that's the case. If she's like, see if she's ever willing to make the time. Because there's a difference of, you know, making under, the time the, automatically the, the, takes well, out spontaneity, though. And you, yeah. you, you, you actually got a point about that. But since you really like this person, you kind of got to have a conversation to see if there's a if there's a window to be able to even do that. Like you know, what I'm saying you don't got to tell her that you're planning something mm-hmm. spontaneous, but like. You just having a conversation with her about a random day in the week, and then you hear that there's a window that she ain't doing shit. The sp- then, then, then that that's your window to try something per se. The spontaneous part of it does suck. Cause what if it's just like a night where it's just like your homeboys going out with they they girls and stuff like that, and you just invite her and she can't go. So that does that does suck. But I mean, you gotta you gotta kind of you gotta accept it and roll with the punches. And if it's worth it, exactly, you, know, you gotta start changing your game up and maybe learning how to plan things and plan for her. Now, what what sucks is if you do try to like plan stuff like, oh, you know, could we do this on July fourth? And it still get messed and up. And she still get messed up. Or that's she, different. Or she give you that, oh, I don't know. After a while of trying that, it, you could you could tend to like kind of lose faith into things you know what i mean so it's not nah, that's real it could it could be discouraged it could be discouraging at, at my thing is if she's a busy woman like that and she you know is 
is always on the go and she's got scheduled and she should be a schedule based person so you should be able to find some time in that schedule where it fits for her so if it don't and if it looks like she's making time for other people and not for you then that's when it's gonna become a bit of an issue too because at that point that's when you cross into other things now it's not the fact that you're busy it's the fact that you don't f with me the way that i think you do because that's a whole different thing mm-hmm. now spontaneousness you know and this is me this, this is me injecting like my personal feelings on spontaneity isn't important that's what i think that's where i'm leaning towards where it's like mm-hmm. all of this sounds like because if i go off his words just what he described what he said they're able to see each other they're able to spend time with each other they're able to do everything it's just that he doesn't like that he has to plan I think you just gonna have to suffer through it just like she's suffering through it. It's just like I think these parts in life are just like a lot of other parts. Like whether it be, you know, when a woman's going through pregnancy, when a woman's going through any type of when people are going through formative changes, the people who are attached to them in a relationship with them, whatever, they have to go through those things too. If you're a woman who's dating a man who's in law school, or if you're a man who's dating a woman who's in law school or medical school or whatever. Just like that person's time is limited and they have to schedule and you got to deal. They have to sacrifice their spontaneity. Agreed. 100%. And you're dealing with them. So that's that's yours, too. I mean, Agreed. This goes back to communication. I mean, like I said, it, it people make time for things they want. So if you realize that, you know, the time she's given is towards other things that could be in, in the time fr- you know frame where you guys could be hanging out. Then yeah, you know you could be skeptical about it, but other than that, like you said, you know planning, you would have to learn how to plan. And yeah. again, you know going back to what y'all say about the pool, you know my example is the the spontaneous thing. Uh, it it, to me, it can be a problem because like you know say Reggie say you going out with your shorty, and you like hey yo chef we going you know we going to this restaurant da 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 tonight you know so and so here it would be nice for you to join, and it's like well dang I want to go but she busy so i i can't go you know what i mean or i can't even like go out with my friends as a unit because she can't go you know hey, what that's I mean? a sacrifice and, and that yeah. is a sacrifice but at some points it do kind of suck because it's like dang yeah you know, nobody's saying it doesn't suck but that's yeah. part of that journey like right. those people who are doctors those people who are lawyers those people any type of paraprofessional that takes you know them seven eight nine years of college or whatever they missed out on a lot of nights yeah. of partying they missed mm-hmm. out on a lot of road trips they missed out on a lot of traveling to random countries getting drunk mm-hmm. doing all of, there's a lot of sacrifice that comes with greatness bro right. if you're gonna date a professional athlete there's gonna be a lot of sacrifice that come with that anybody who's a true professional in what they are chasing they got a dream they're chasing it and they're putting that real work in not some punch in punch out but any any time when you do that you're gonna miss out on stuff, but that's just part of the game. That's a sacrifice you make for her, but she's also got to be willing to make a sacrifice too. And I think this is where I come. That it has to. Be it sounds like she's already making it, but it sounds like he just got to get on the program. What's her sacrifice? Though? Her sacrifice is that she can't be spontaneous. That's her sacrifice. Right. She can't. See, he just got to match that energy. Right, and you got to. And if you really like Shorty OG, because it sounds like she she tough. Like physically, and you like everything going on, and she got then, a lot then, going on then, mentally. Then just roll, just roll with the punch, punches, and keep it player. You feel me? Uh, if you want to voice your opinion about it, maybe to see how she feels about it, that's okay. But I wouldn't say, <coughs> I wouldn't say let the 
spontaneous stuff that it's not going the way you like it to to be the end all be all to like cut it off. Now what I will say, you know, what this read to me was somebody who clearly they they liked you like that woman a lot. You like that woman immensely. And with that comes a need to not just spend time with the person, but you want to be able to show that person certain things. And that's where a lot of the spontaneity comes from. I'm assuming that the spontaneity is coming from a place of, I want to take her to these places. I want to do these things. I want to do these gestures. But in order for me to do that, we would have to be in a different position in life. And I get that. What you would need to do is convert that into scheduled events and you can schedule something that's immaculate and that hits just as hard as something that is spontaneous like hypothetically just because it's scheduled doesn't mean it can't be spontaneous you could let her know hey we're going to dinner we're doing whatever this and that just so she'll be dressed and she'll have that time frame open and you could set it up so that she is where you need her to be at the time you need her to be there but that don't mean that the plan you give her needs to be the plan that happens Agreed. That, that in itself is spontaneity, but it's on a schedule. There's ways to make it work. There's ways to bend around it. And that's what you got to do when you deal with somebody who's legitimately busy. And that loops back into the first um, thing. If this dude, like she said, he was a sweet guy. He's a guy who's very charming and mannerable and all of that. By that, and this is a big assumption I'm about to make, right? This is a little bit of a leap. But somebody who carries themselves in a certain way. Because it's not like what she was describing was a gentleman. Somebody who carries themselves in a certain way and lives a certain lifestyle and 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 portrays that also is going to be somebody who has a certain type of schedule. That's going to be a, a person who has a certain type of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Discipline. Right. It's so, not far for uh, me to jump to think that a dude who is, you know, mannerable, this, that, the third, like the way that she described this smooth-ass nigga, is going to be a disciplined nigga. Right. So, in my head, she already, like, when we go back to the sacrifice... She already made the sacrifice, and to me, her sacrifice was not being not not that she's not being able to be spontaneous. The sacrifice that I feel she made is she made it clear that when you guys hang out, she puts in the effort to. It's fun. It's great. You you know you're laughing. The vibe is great, and to me, that's the importance. When you meet up, and the vibe is great, then you know she is respecting the quality. She's giving yeah. She effort. I'll give you that. I was doing. I'll give you that. Yeah, definitely cherish with what you got so far because it sounds like you got it pretty pretty decent right now. And yeah, also put it in perspective to, to try to... And also to try to put it in the perspective, see if she even values uh, spontaneous acts because I'm sure everybody in here didn't have a moment where they did something spontaneous and it wasn't well-received. Like, maybe they weren't mad, but they just... Some men or women don't ain't biggest on surprises. It's Facts. it's cute and dating and all that. So like, for some people, but there are some people who literally like the surprise. You was better off not surprising them. You was better off just, you know, what I'm saying, letting them know what's up or whatever the case may be, or schedule, scheduling something per se versus a spontaneous now because they may you may. You may make them feel conflicted now, and they it may cause unnecessary friction by trying to be overly uh, spontaneous, and they may not be a person who even values spontaneous gestures. Nah, that's real. That's real. But um, that's about it for this week. Shouts out to Prima and uh, OG Bobby Johnson. I hope both of y'all, you know, 
we were able to at least help a good amount. Um, just a quick wrap up with Prima's situation. Like we said, just go ahead and keep it simple. Holla at the man. I'm fairly sure you'll get a good answer. It's only been two weeks. Just don't come at him crazy. Now, as far as OG, your situation doesn't sound bad, to be honest. It sounds like, for the most part, you got somebody who's in it with you as much as you are in it with them. From what you're describing to us, it sounds dope. Um, don't let that need for spontaneity push you into being upset or, or holding any type of resentment or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, flip it. Especially somebody who is that busy somebody as somebody who's dealt with a lot of busy women before and has been a person who is busy she will appreciate it more when you really put your effort into those scheduled things because think about it this is somebody who spends almost every day working they spend every day putting whether it be studies whatever it is that they're doing they are putting a lot of energy out those times where you let them know hey kick your feet up i got this and you, you know, flip everything and you get everything under control and you you rock it out from there, bro, I'm telling you, it's going to hit hard and she's definitely going to appreciate you. You just got to take the sacrifices just like how she is sacrificing right now. She could be out here wilding. And the way you described her, clearly you said she is bad as a mug. So she could be out here like the rest of these women shaking a change cup, asking dudes for cash apps, mm -hmm. you know, doing OnlyFans, doing whatever. But no, what she decided to do, she's chasing her dreams. She's exerting discipline. She's following a career path, and she is doing all the things that it takes, whether it be staying focused, not being able to be spontaneous, not being able to be spontaneous or flying off the handle, staying disciplined and chasing that goal. The best thing that you can do for her is to support her, and the best way that you can support her is by keeping in step. And being patient. Keeping in step, being impatient, just being there with her. You got this, bro. Just exert that patience you already know what her graduation date is i'm assuming just count down nigga you'll be good, <laughs> good you facts. are fine that's just, a good one bro you just help, you just help that keep, it, keep it count play, down keep it player, OG. count down and as a matter of fact you know what take advantage of the fact that she can't do too too much right now save up your bread and do something crazy when she mm. graduate yeah man do something crazy lead a country do whatever like do something nuts when she graduate That'd and i and i guarantee she will she will definitely appreciate that, bro. Yeah, right. That's some great advice. That's the player stick right there, OG. Right there. Yeah, man. But I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this has been yet another episode of Reggie Days Radio. Today I was joined by my right hand man. Shame the dream. And we were also joined by Chef. Thank you guys. Later days. <laughs>